Hey, what's up, Pet Food Beta listeners? This is Vivi. Um, and before we get into the show today, which we recorded about a week and a half ago, um, there's some major news updates for Final Fantasy XI that uh, I felt was worth recording in the beginning of the show to get out there since we're going to be pushing this out. Um, so the, um, the first big news item that you might have already heard about is yesterday, uh, or I guess earlier this week, um, you might remember during the Vanna Deal project announcement last March, Square Enix announced two new Final Fantasy XI titles. Grandmasters, which is a spin- spin-off title um, for Android and iOS that was released in Japan, has come out. Um, that's actually not the news item, though. Um, it's that, that game has been released in Japan. The, the big news item is the Final Fantasy XI mobile game um, which up until now we haven't heard anything about, um, but this week Nexon, who is the Korean company that's developing it, um, has revealed some images at their developers conference this week. Um, it's using the Unreal Engine 4, and it's still scheduled for release on iOS and Android devices. Um, and the two screenshots that have been released look really, really promising. Um, now I'm trying to be uh, cautiously optimistic here, but the uh, I think they've exceeded so far any expectations that we might have had. I think there's a lot of skepticism as to whether or not this game will actually be released ever. Um, but this is a good sign. Um, the interface, which is still in progress, looks fairly intuitive. It's got big you know buttons on the screen that sit overlaid, but don't get in the way of of the experience um, and you know, we haven't seen it in action yet, so it's, it's a little too early to judge it, but um, I'm pretty excited. I know uh, Moroku and Fusion are, are pretty stoked about this, and uh, so as more info comes out, we'll, we'll keep, it, keep it updated here on Pet Food Beta. Uh, the other item is after we recorded, an announcement was made about the May version update, which is now scheduled for May 10th. So uh, Matsui posted a few of the highlights uh, without details about what to expect in the update. So we'll for sure do another show after the update comes up. But um, some of the things to look forward to is that the new battle system, Ambuscade, uh, however you say that, I'm not sure, uh, whatever it is, or however you say it, it's getting new Notorious Monsters, uh, a currency system, and a queuing system to help with congestion. I know a lot of people are trying to, like, click on the question mark to enter the uh, the battlefield and are getting denied or getting the message of like the hands of darkness prevent you from whatever. Um, and so hopefully this queuing system will help prevent that. Uh, so we'll see what the deal is with that when that comes out. Records of Eminence is also getting some new objectives. And then a new system called Master Trials is coming out for adventurers who are capped on their job points. Um, couple other miscellaneous items for the May update is that Summoner is getting some adjustments for their job abilities. No details on that yet. Uh, Trust Magic will be expanded to more content. We don't know what yet. Uh, And then a couple smaller items is that there will be new rewards for that new battle system. Uh, I'm just going to call it Ambuscade. There's going to be some new mounts, new synth recipes, and NPCs that will sell Superior 1 equipment. I imagine eventually Superior 2 equipment will be sold by NPCs as well. 
there will be new furnishings and more uh, auto-translate items and new titles. So we touch on this in the episode that you'll hear in a second about um, some speculation as to why all of a sudden we're getting new auto-translate terms and stuff like that, probably because of the, the lack of support for PlayStation 2 now. There's, uh, there's freedom to do that. So anyway, um, enjoy the rest of the show. Hello and welcome to Pet Food Beta, Gamer Escapes podcast, bringing you the biscuit on all things Final Fantasy XI news, community, and more. I'm Vivi. I'm Roku. And we are back after a month off in March. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's been been a little over a month. But yeah. there is actually um, a decent amount of stuff to talk about as far There's as Final Fantasy XI goes. A lot of stuff. Um, um, how, how have you been? I've been great. Um, your mic's also a little loud. It sounds like you're shouting in the face. I but... am actually shouting in the face, so let me turn my mic down. Very cool. Um... When, when we were doing the, the audio testing earlier, I was all like really chill and everything so now you're pumped and excited because we yeah the, that music just psychs me up man right um i'm good um i have been really busy but uh first and foremost i'd like to thank uh screenix gamerscape and fusion x for letting me go to the uh final fantasy 15 uncovered event that they had in los angeles there's a write-up on it on uh, gamerscape.com if you want to check it out but it was a really cool experience and i'm actually hyped for a game that i had a l- very little knowledge about going into it so check that stuff out and we'll have future coverage with that deal um i love their trailer for that event oh yeah it's so cool <laughs> it's glorious with the gold text <laughs> dude like the hall itself it kind of like it was just it was a beautiful setting and then like there's just a very good energy around there because people have been waiting for that game for god however many years it's been um but no it looks pretty cool visually at least i don't have a next gen console yet but um it looks cool um it sounds great uh the fact that florence and the machine is doing the theme song is pretty freaking sweet yeah and the, so, what is the theme song is stand by me right yeah it's stand by me which is like, unexpected <laughs> yeah really unexpected um no but it looks really cool so check out all of our write-ups and stuff uh with you and we will have some stuff in the future um what else have i done um there's a lot that this, a lot of this i hear no 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 actually not really um that's next week because renaissance fairs next week but that's a hmm. different podcast um I had some other stuff I did, and I actually need to look on my paper calendar back a month because I write stuff down like a crazy person. Because um, there was the 15 event, and then there was some other stuff that I can't technically talk about yet. Um, yeah, but that's more or less it for me. How about you? Um, oh, all right. <laughs> um Work is uh, is hopefully getting back to a normal schedule, so uh, more cool. time to to do things like play video games, which uh, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, you've um, been hustling, yep. like a while. <laughs> yeah, 
Because, I mean, even when you were out in L.A. and I saw you, you had, like, 30 seconds to see me and then had to get back to work. At least I, don't think that, I don't think that's how it went down. I, you know, I remember something you else know, happening. I'm pretty sure that's how it went down. Okay. But. Well, for the record, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. Oh, <laughs> hang on one second. Hey, Dooley. Hey. I'm about... Ten minutes away from We're recording home. right now. Starting immediately. Well, huh? we already, we're already recording. But Oh. Alright. Yeah. So sorry, uh, mate. No, that's cool. Um what have you been doing in game? Or just lately? Um, I just resubbed today. Yay! I was taking a break for like a month or so. Cool. So there's that. Mm-hmm. I should probably get back to finishing my Mandal. Ooh. Uh, upgrades or whatever. Hmm. Cool. And there he goes. Yeah, apparently. Did you see? Uh, I think so. Okay. Yeah, it did. Well, uh, I guess well, we'll have. Well, that was supposed to be a cool transition, but <laughs> well, I guess, I guess, there'd be a car in the background. It sounds. Is he going to be joining us later? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Well, maybe. Dooley, we... Dooley will join us. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> He's on location, uh, checking out these new mounts. Yes, called Civics. I oh. think that's what he drives. Civics? No, 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 no. I was, I was trying to transition into the news. I know, but I'm Joe. I have to ruin everything. <sighs> right. So, there was an update. Pretty big one. Uh, oop. Oh, yeah. I believe long, we are contacting Long, awkward Julie. silences, yeah. Uh, looks like we might have to edit this a bit. Well, that may or may not happen. Okay. <laughs> we'll play fast and loose. Screw it. Um, I apologize, po- podcast listeners, um, but in an, in an effort, like I said earlier, um, to get these out to you quicker, we are skipping the editing process. So uh, hopefully this is entertaining, at least. Something like that. Um, okay, so yeah, there was an update. There's lots of stuff. Uh, top of the page of things were mounts, which was kind of super unexpected for me, at least. I mean, I knew they were happening, just the idea of mounts in 11 is kind of strange. Yeah, um, yeah. kind of kind of a nice addition. I, I, along the lines, I think, of the things that um, Matsui put in place, where one of the things I know he wanted when he took over was to be able to get anywhere in, from anywhere to anywhere in the game in under five minutes. Mm. Uh, and so I think with the combination of where some of the, um, like a few of the things that they added in Rhapsody's of Anna deal where you can't actually directly warp to a certain place. Like you have to run through a zone and then warp again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, adding mounts makes a lot of sense because nobody has chocobo whistles anymore, I don't think. I still have mine. Okay, well, anybody except for you. Black Lightning and I, we go way back. So, um, But in addition to the mounts being other monsters um, that you mm. typically fight, uh, which is kind of fun, um, you you can use the, the whistle an unlimited amount of times. So it works kind of like That's pretty cool. Yeah. So you can, for example, if if you're trying to get to, um, uh, what is the new zone called? 
Starts with an R. Ryzenjima? Ryzenjima. I was going to say something of like... I think it's a candy, but what the other thing I was going to say. Um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To get there, you have to get to an area uh, that has a crag. So you have to either use the teleport spell first, or you have to use like a void watch warp, like across the zone and then run over. Mm. So having these new mounts is kind of awesome. Yeah. Just for little things like that. Uh, plus they're fun looking. Cool. So there's how many different types are there? There's a raptor. I know. I know there's crab, and I think that there's tiger from the login campaign. Right? Yeah, I don't know about the crab. I mean, I saw the the crab um, images posted, but I don't know if they're available yet. Uh, the tiger is available through the new login campaign. I hope that they have like one of the orange tigers at some point, or like a biako. That'd be kind of cool. Totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm psyched about. I mean, psyched is maybe a little overstating it but um this is kind of a fun little aspect to add at this stage of the game yeah so what would be like a type of mount that you would like to ride um hmm. gotta think about that uh it's gotta be something ridiculous yeah like uh spriggan (laughs) taratara riding a spriggan that'd be Um, kind of fun I think, like, I mean, aside from the obvious answer of Galka, um, I think, like... Uh, Riding Beastman? Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Like, if you ha- could have, like, um, like a Lamia or something, that would be kind of cool. Like a Medusa. And, like, just sort of ride on their shoulders. But then yeah, or, like, like any of the weird... Beastmen that carry backpacks or something, I bet they could easily Dude, make... I want to ride a Goblin, and I'll just sort of, like, dress in all green, and I'll be like Yoda. Um, so yeah the prerequisites are that you basically have to have a chocobo you have to have gotten the chocobo license and gone through that whole quest Mm. and then you'll see a little taro taro in a full chocobo costume um, looking sort of distressed uh, in upper juno so you go and talk to that taro taro you start the quest and you ride uh a raptor around one of the zones outside of Juno and have to get get it food and get it to the end of the zone. You're helping them uh, train the raptors, I guess. And then after that, it unlocks the ability to use mounts, and you get the raptor mount to start with. Cool. Um, it's actually raptor. kind of a fun little quest. Cool. Uh, what were you asking? Oh, no, I was going to ask if the raptor was named Blue, but then I realized the Jurassic Park jokes are a little bit last year and might have gone over people's heads. So. Uh, well, hey, yeah. you never know. I mean, when Maybe. Lonely Island uh, was knocking out all those SNL videos, um, they named a quest I'm on a boat, so. Yeah, true. They are uh, pop culture savvy. Apparently. Anyway, um, so after the mounts that was event-related, now we've got new battle content, which is pretty cool, and again, it was unexpected considering the game was supposed to be Winding down its final update last, uh, well, this update. But no, so there's Ambuscade now, which is, stop beeping, Jesus. Um, yeah, so there is new battle content called Ambuscade, where it takes place in the Legion Hall, and it can be done either solo or in an alliance. Have you done this yet? I have not done this yet, um... 
I joined, or not joined, but I logged in and was talking about uh, some people in my link shell who have done this, and other than the fact that it takes place in the Legion zone, they <laughs> said that it's not like Legion at all. Okay. Uh, and that it's fun. <laughs> so I don't know if that's the only thing that they were distinguishing. Um, mm. But they said it's basically just like a BC. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's not. So it's not like the uh, how Legion worked the different waves of mobs and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but I see it seems to be pretty popular. I see a lot of people in Mora. That's pretty cool. Which is where you enter it from. Yeah, but um. No, I know that the um, the augment system is actually like probably one of the best designed ones in the game so far. Because everything sort of ranks up like the Rise and Shima ones, but you get to choose the individual augments. Yeah, so it's basically it's sort of like meriting in a way, right? Like that, you. That's a much better explanation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like if with your merits, um, your generic merits, not your job merits. Um, you know how like you spend a certain amount of limit points. And then you can upgrade the cap of mm-hmm. a certain stat or something like that. And then it costs more to upgrade to another, you know, to the next value. Yeah. Um, it seems to follow that same exact sort of uh, pattern, I guess. That's pretty cool. It's very specific and not random. Yeah. But like, uh, not just looking at some of this, like you can get like upwards of like 10 double attack on a piece and you can get the same basic augments on most pieces. I wonder why they haven't increased the item level. Um, cause it seems at this point, it seems like this piece of 119 gear is like going to be superior to any other piece of 119 gear. Mm, I don't necessarily think it's needed at this point. Cause I mean, frankly, I think they should do a stat squish and everything should just go back to 99, but that's my, me. But, um, cause when you think about it, the relics, the new relics themselves with their fully upgraded versions, they're like basically like 121, 124, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the event that they end up having weapons drop from this thing, um, if the item level on them is comparable to the relics, even in, like, base damage or whatever, then that just makes them kind of, you know, worthless. So I can understand why they wouldn't want to have, like, um, the base item level and the stat vomit of armor be a higher item level also. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I was just looking at it from the perspective of um, just to easily distinguish the kind of gear like if you're going through maybe on a job that you don't play a lot mm. and you just want to quickly pick the best gear it's easy enough to look at like oh the item level's higher gonna go with that <laughs> yeah no uh, eh, who knows but um something that is kind of cool about the gear i don't know if you've seen this but um the gear changes every month for like the yes, gear sets i did see um, that that's yeah. interesting and so yeah. do the the enemies that you fight yeah, which is really cool. So it's almost like paying for a subscription and getting new content every month. Which is super weird, because we're not used to that. <laughs> um, but what is cool is that the armor models that they're using are the salvage gear models, which makes me very happy. Because when they initially put in the salvage gear, they were like, we want this to be the best armor in the game! And then Abyssia came out. It's like, oh... We should go and update that. And they did. And then Adlin came out. And now this came out. So I'm totally happy with it being kind of OP. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, so for more on that, we'll probably talk about it at a later date when we give it a shot. But pretty cool. Yep. A um, couple other tweaks that were made. Um, Void Watch has had a couple of changes. 
Um, when you examine the rift now and you're in possession of a void stone, it'll enable void stones to be consumed directly from the stock held by the void watch officer. So it sounds like you can just do void watch indefinitely without having to keep zoning back to the um, the void watch NPCs. That's unless, nice. Unless you care about getting more cells because your inventory will fill up eventually, but. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it looks like they're trying to make Void Watch just a little bit easier to do for people making the weapons. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, along those lines, the effect of the cells um, has been tripled. Oh, that's cool. So I haven't tried this yet because I don't really have a reason to do Void Watch um, at the moment. But I don't know if that means like the cap is higher or it just means you have to carry less the items the way it's worded it makes it sense that the effect of the cell is tripled but then again i never do void watch outside of the campaign where all the lights are maxed anyway so right eh. yeah um a couple other things respawn timers for a few notorious monsters and domain inv invasion has been decreased from 15 minutes to 15 or, minutes. sorry to 15 minutes That's um, remember nice. kids safety first <gasps> daddy <laughs> Is that oh, it's that's so is, much is that better. Yet. Yeah, it is. Or is that Hank Hill? What? Yes. It's, it's Whoa. <laughs> Basically. Yay, you're here. Hello, um, hello, please. Hello. Uh, we are just going through the news. Got yeah. It. yeah. Cool. Um. So yeah, domain vision. Um. Quick little side note here: um, the level adjustment in Legion has been abolished owing to the fact that the implementation or the implementation of Ambuscade, which takes place in the same area, kind of messes with stuff. So that's a thing. And also, Trust can now do group emotes with you, which yes. is really the most important part of the update when you want to see and some I star stars and bot bombs. I, yes, I I sent you a Snapchat early this morning of that. Yes, you did. Um, because of course, that was the very first thing that I had to test. <laughs> From this update, and I don't know why, but of all places, I went to Dynamis. Um, so, yeah, uh, it does. It only works with character or trusts that are using generic player models, so it doesn't work with like Prish or Shantoto. Yeah, oh, Shantoto. Oh, Shant Actually, Shantoto uh, has a generic player model that would work with her. The default Shantoto might work with. Um, yeah, but it is kind of funny. I had I had a party of all. Uh, Tarotars and all doing the pom pom and then dance emotes um, in sync was really delightful. That's pretty cool. Um, some more trust adjustments. Um, there's a lot here. I'm not going to read all of them because who cares? But a bunch of physical weapon skills have been increased for Nanamigo, Volker, Trion, Zed, and Lion. Yep, and then there was an adjustment to making sure that raised spells arise and tractor display properly now. So that's a thing. Uh, I don't understand. The measure will not apply if passing. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that's Great. a thing. And then there were items added. So those. Um, oh, specifically with Ambuscade before we for get um one of the new items that they did add that's going to be on rotation and that they're going to keep rotating are um job specific accessories mm. and the capes are this month's accessory of choice um and they're all really good and can be augmented with the same kind of crazy awesome augments 
So that's a thing that you should keep an eye out for. Um, then... So system-related, um, a second Mog wardrobe has been added. So this is awesome. Oh, yeah. What? Yep. So Ooh. now you have double the storage of uh, equipable item. Or equipable... Yeah, equipable items only, right? That's yeah. how it works. Gear. Words are hard. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard. Oh, okay. I'm rubbing off onto you. <laughs> Yay! This is a family show, Joe. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It is. I yep. mean, like it's news to Man, me. Things have changed, right? Well, <laughs> I mean, there's the pet food, pet food beta family, right? That listens to it. That's okay. Never mind. All right, I'm gonna go. Um, Bye. <laughs> Uh, um, doo, 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 where did we leave off um, yeah so Mog Wardrobe 2 this is really cool um, and relates to something that I learned recently that's actually kind of awesome so uh, where did we go yeah so um, this like the fact that we're able to actually get um, the extra storage is really cool and it owes all to the fact that console support was dropped this update as well, which I don't know if we technically talked about yet. No, it didn't. Yeah, so console support's gone. Um, that, it is. Um, we were originally planning on having a couple of um, friends of mine that I've known since 2006 or so and started playing the game with the 360 beta, but scheduling issues and we're going to try to have them on at a later date. But... Um, yeah, something I learned that was kind of interesting is that the PS2 only had 32 megs of RAM. Seriously? Yeah. That's crazy. Like, how do you run, eat, like, this game, or any of those games with 30? Well, no, 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 because consoles are different. They yeah. don't have the overhead of the, of a generic operating system. I always forget about that. Right, but one of the things I did learn also, and this is kind of related to the, um... Mog storage is that um, because there were only 32 megs of RAM, and if I get this wrong, please correct me in an email, and we'll read it later. But like, you were limited to the number of characters that like your game could actually have, like not like physical like moving characters, but like numbers, text. And letters, yeah. and stuff, text. Yeah. So that's why they had to start getting rid of some of the autotrans stuff. And one of the first things that they did put in in um, this update were autotrans weapon skills and stuff. If you yeah, noticed. yeah. Like I, I think oh. we're going to see a lot more of that kind of stuff. Like, I, I know originally people were hoping that, oh, we'll, make, we'll redo the graphics engine. That's not happening. No, no. no. Um, but I think things like that, where it's just like, well, why can't you just add more auto translate items? Well, now they will. <laughs> yeah, no. But um, that was one of the core reasons and the biggest limitation of the PS2, where it was 32 megs of freaking RAM. I mean, yeah. extra storage is a gift on itself there, so. Yeah, but um, no, so the letters and stuff, that's one of the main reasons why we're doing that. We so sort of, um, Sony sort of helped, helped the game out um, for Seekers of Battle, and do you guys remember that with the storage? No. Um, yeah, that was uh, just kind of a fun little trivia fact where because they had, each game was only allowed a certain amount of hard drive space. Mm-hmm. And so Final Fantasy XI, um, 
when I believe this is correct, when Abyssia came out, the reason that these like map swaps uh, wasn't out of laziness, but it was because they wanted to minimize the footprint that they had when you installed it on the PS2. Mm. Um, and so when Seekers of Adeline came out and the PlayStation 2 was effectively canceled uh, mm. at that point, which I think there was only one game released after Seekers of Adeline, and it was like a FIFA soccer game or... Um, <laughs> or or this was the last one, uh, either or. I don't remember which was which, but um, it was either the second last PlayStation Two game or the last PlayStation Two game, Secrets of Battleon. Mm-hmm. And so PlayStation or Sony said, "Well, we're going to lift that cap since we're not making any more games. Um, right. Have at it, Square Enix." And so that's why Secrets of Battleon had these gigantic zones. <laughs> Daisy agrees. No, that's not Daisy. Oh. I think that's Dooley. Is it Dooley? Well, not Dooley, but I think. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm barking at the pizza guy. Okay. <laughs> Curse you for bringing carbohydrates and dairy into my household. Uh, this is going to be a fun it's show to me. listen back to. It's going to be a show. It'll be a show. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. so that was kind of a cool thing that explained why we're getting the second mog wardrobe because i initially thought that oh we're not getting it because you know or we're getting it because like there are fewer players online and stuff like that whatever i did see all today on a right there were like 1100 people yeah i did one earlier on a and it was over 1200 so i i that then those are the same numbers as before the consoles you know or when the consoles are still around well i'd say like probably like more than i've seen in like at least in the past year or two so, I don't know if it's because a bunch of people are migrating over, or, like, everybody's like, oh, wait, the game's still up, but it's only on PC now? My PC can rock this. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things I gotta give a lot of credit for. Like, the PS2, because they were restricted by the console, they were able to do some amazing stuff with this game. Oh, God, yeah, the cutscenes alone. Yeah, no, I, like, I'm just, I want, like, there to be, like, a book on, like, just this. It's like a giant, like, Secret history of the development of Final Fantasy XI. Let's or get a Kickstarter going. Yeah, like stuff. Dum dum dum. <laughs> Basically, speaking of books and Final Fantasy XI, this is a little side note that I just remembered. Um, so a couple months ago, we mentioned that we were working on a Final Fantasy XI fan magazine that we were uh, publishing and digitally and putting out and stuff for fans. Um, with the sort of end of Rhapsody's of Anadil and the consoles of work coming down and stuff. Um, due to technical difficulties, it's been delayed. Um, it will come out soon, but just heads up, that's a thing. So It, look, it looks great so far. It is a it, thing, and it, yes, it does. It looks really We're all cool. working very hard on it. Yeah, but just it's taking time, so please be patient. So Worth the wait. It's going to be so cool, guys. You. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so that's there. Uh, Did you already talk about the loading screen? I don't think so, right? No, I didn't. So um, back on the inventory stuff, um, items now load faster, and the order in which they load depends on where you are in the game. So if you're in, like, a town area, your, like, regular inventory will load first. If you're in your mog house, your mog safe and stuff will load first, and everything else. Interesting. And if you're in, like, the field your inventory and then your mog wardrobe and then everything else will load so you're going to be able to change your gear faster and stuff 
And you so get two different icons. kind of rocks my mind there. Hmm? Uh, you get two two different icons for it, too. So you see the loading A icon and the, the loading B icon. The A is all of your equip, equipable stuff, and all and B is all the other stuff. Yeah, so that's really cool. Yeah, and I noticed that right away today, actually, when I was uh, I zoned into Dynamis and was immediately like able to start messing with my inventory because I decided to try and go without a sub job. Yeah. Um. So that's cool. That's awesome. Mm. Um. Let's see. We already mentioned that there was auto trans that was added. A bunch of them. I think they actually re-added. They like, added. Can you just please say auto translate? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not auto trans. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. Got it. Because they're hybrid Message cars. Received. They're auto trans. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So lots of cool ones. Card joke. Basically, that they re-added. So colors and then relic weapon skills, event names, uh, you, magic. You're, you're skipping over uh, one part real quick. Um, Am I? That, yeah, they added two different sound muting functions. Oh, I didn't even see those. Yeah. Uh, so I, you can turn off the, just the, the background music at any point if you want with a text command, mm -hmm. uh, and then same with the sound oh. effects. So that's kind of fun if you like to listen to music on your computer while you play, but you still want the sound effects. That's nice because I've always used like the bar thing and like the config menu and stuff. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. Sorry. Um. So. Uh, yeah. Back to the auto trends. <laughs> no, we're All good. Right. Yeah. Um. They added event names and stuff, and I always thought that these things were in there, but apparently not. So. Yeah, but they added some important stuff too, like. Blue, yellow, red, white, weak point. <laughs> yeah. Stuff that's important to oh, communicate. That, yeah, that would have been nice a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was very hard to explain to people. Yeah, basically all of the Void Watch procs. Maybe, I wonder if that means that with that plus the other changes, maybe there's a revamp of Void Watch coming soon. Maybe. I mean, they're Looks like it. I mean, when we get to the Dev Trackers, you won't believe what they're revamping. Moms hate her. Like those ads where it's like, what? she lost a million pounds in oh, two baits. days. Doctors hate her. Oh, you won't believe baits. what they're revamping. Doctors hate her. <laughs> Doctors hate her. Yeah. <laughs> Doctors um, hate her. <laughs> yeah. That There's is the show name, I believe. Thanks. Um, there were some resolved issues, uh, one of which is a geo spell nerf, which is... Uh, the spells were actually too powerful, but nobody actually mentioned it. So they're the what? correct values now. Yeah. Um, for Acumen, Fend. So that's Magic Attack and I think Magic Defense Down. Something like that. Something like yeah. that. Uh, no, it's uh, it's a buff. Okay. Because I know Acumen is Magic Attack. I don't know what Fend is. It might be Defense. Probably. Um... It's been a long time. I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Your hand or your head? Both. My head. Your hand? Sure. Why I would I keep it on the top of my hand? I don't know. That's what he was asking to clarify. Anyway, um, yeah, that was the most interesting thing with the resolved issues. And then we have a cool dev tracker gem, which is, uh, you'll be glad to hear that we'll be expanding the areas that support mounts. However, this will not take place in this week's version update. 
Um, it will take place in a future version update. However, since it's difficult to address this for all the field areas that currently do not support mounts, we will be addressing this gradually over time. Along with the expansion of supported areas, we will also be adding chocobo digging support to personal chocobos in these areas, including the addition of items you haven't dug up. We're getting a chocobo digging update. Wow. Wow. Right? Huh. I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't have words. Yeah, no. I, I mean, are they going to give, like, quantitative data on chocobo digging now instead of it being some giant secret, elaborate secret that we just had to learn over the years? That's the thing. Apparently, like, people have made bank with it. They have. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, as a bone crafter, like, I used to use wyvern scales a lot, and, like, literally the only way you could get them was pretty much digging them up. Like, right. 20, 30k a pop. That's hmm. nuts. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're going to update Pancration next. I would kind of be okay with that. <laughs> I mean, like, if, like, they made it so you got something out of it instead of just hats, that'd be cool. <laughs> hey, man, I would do content for hats. Give me, like, Alexandrite for doing it. Seriously, give me pouches of Alexandrite and I will do it. No, I'm serious. Give me hats <laughs> for, like, leveling up monsters and monstrosity. That That needs an update. That oh, man, they got stuff. so close with it. I know I've complained about this so many times before, but mm. the system was designed perfectly. Oh, not perfectly, but it was designed really well, especially for Final Fantasy XI. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> the, the only tweaks that I was missing mm-hmm. were the ability to form monster parties, you know, yeah. or fight monster versus monster, or abolish the level cap for players versus monsters. That's it. That's all they needed to do. And it would have been amazing. Right. And, like, give some sort of, even just, like, vanity reward. Like, I'm serious. Like, different hats. Like, themed monster hats. Mm. People would do it for stuff like that. That, That's actually a good idea. I digress. Um, That's fine. Um, in-game segment. You know anything? Uh, I did the quest to get them out <laughs> cool um, uh, I actually did do a little bit of content I I think there's the the walk of echoes campaign going on right now okay and so I saw a shout this morning and joined that and we were spamming flux 4 and I didn't understand why they were spamming it because I was like do you get like any items that are worth selling from this anymore like is the <laughs> currency worth all that much it didn't seem like it but the experience points and the capacity points that you get is like crazy. Really? What are the capacity points you're getting from it? Um, I think I was getting like a hundred k an hour. Is that? No, it's got to be. It had, it had to have been more than that. Because that that's three capacity points an hour. If that's the case. So that would be. Would that be good, or that would that be not good? Well, it's three job points an hour. Yeah. So it's like. Eh. That's not that like, good. I think, <laughs> I, mean, it was, like, I think it must have been more than that because I, I remember yeah. like I capped on merit points like really really quick. Because like with my blue mage, I can get like three hundred k an hour if I'm like doing it and not dawdling around and have rings and stuff. But um, yeah. Anyway, so I I did that and it was just yeah. actually just sort of getting back into actually playing the game instead of just logging in and chatting with people. Um, cool. I did some stuff in, um, that new zone that I can't pronounce. Rising Shima? Yes. Okay. 
And uh, yeah, cool. haven't done the new battle content yet though. Cool. What about you, Dooley? You said that you reactivated, but anything else going on in your life, gaming or otherwise? Um, yeah, that's pretty much. I reactivated today, chatted with some people, and uh, took some pictures, and then I had to go. Um, but I fully intend to be back on and check out some of the new content, and I want to learn how to mount Tarus. Whoa. Well, <laughs> you already know how to do that. Bye. Oh, Family show. Family right? show. I mean, like, I want a Galka mount. That would be awesome. <laughs> um... Um, I do want to like check out the mounts and stuff, and probably look at some battle content that I'm probably not ready for. <laughs> I haven't been going that long, but I was also slacking on some stuff. I think it's a there's the, like a very easy version, like a one nineteen or one fourteen um level that mm. you can do with up to. I think you have to have at least three people. Oh wait, is there a player minimum that you need? I thought that like you could enter it solo because they had all the trust and stuff. I think. Uh, I think you do need... Well, may, maybe. Maybe you can't enter it solo. I remember I was trying, and then uh, I think it was the night because another group was trying to go in. Um, but hey, there's, you know if the if it is three people, then us three doofuses can try it together. And, oh, loud. Uh, that that would be back. hilarious. He called me a doofus. <laughs> He's not wrong. I know, I was just giggling about it. I, t- I too enjoy people... Uh, calling other people old-timey sort of insults. <laughs> old-timey? <laughs> I do. Old-timey. No, I like old-timey insults, and I like old-timey sort of, like, The hurrahs. 90s is old-timey? For you a mean, lot of people, yeah. Oh. You mean, like, like old 90s, like, interjections? Well, I mean, like, frankly, I want to try to sort of, like, incorporate bully back into the mix of, like, huzzah, because <laughs> I think that's just fantastic. Yeah, that's a good idea. Not yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, so. it's pretty rad, bro. <laughs> pretty rad, tubular. Think okay. Think, um, think about it like this: How many people at Coachella right now have used tubular unironically? The answer: zero. That's what we need to do. We need to educate these youths. Hmm. Youths. 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 Wait, you, wasn't that wasn't that like a race in Crystal Chronicles? The Utes, like the mage uh, one that had like know. all the weird armor stuff on it. I don't know. What have you been up to in game? I logged in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I lo- I've been um, busy with things. Past much to the dismay of some of our listeners, most of my time in the past month or so have been in fourteen. So yeah, me too. But that's changing. Yeah, I'm splitting it up a little bit, at least. I've been logging into 14, but I haven't been doing anything in 14. Oh, I've been hardcore in 14. We bought a house, got married, did some some uh, Alexander Midas and stuff. Oh, man. Sephiroth Extreme, which is extreme, and we still can't beat it. I haven't done any of the main scenario quests from the latest update because they added the... um, the record player or the jukebox or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Um, I've been collecting and, those as well. So I've been leveling Carpenter to make one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have one in my house. I'm trying to get like the last scroll I need to build the answer scroll because we need that. And it's what like 12 do, mil. What scroll do you need? There's, there's I, three of them. To no, make I, no, I know we, we, my 
people have been farming them, and I'm trying to see if you want to create a character. Your people? <laughs> my, yes, my people and I. We've been farming them. The third one that I need is the Rise of the White Raven. I think we have one if you want to transfer to Excalibur and buy one for whatever the price is going on your server, because the price on our server is crap. So. Oh, really? It's like 14, 12, 14 mil here. Yeah, it's like a mil on our server. What? We were a legacy server. I don't know if yours was yeah. too, but... Um, I think we had yeah, the highest on Hyperion. Yeah, we had the so highest um we had the highest sort of price for the houses um out of all the servers. And um because of that, everybody's sort of like sitting on a bunch of money because everybody knew how to make money on our server, so prices are weird. Yeah. So um we've actually been saving up for a house with our stuff. But yeah, if you I think I have one, I don't know, we'll check after this. But Yeah, but your houses are expensive. Yeah. Like I, they suck. <laughs> there are no empty houses. None. Because they're they're not here either, but nope. they just one just ha- popped and I jumped on top of it. Well, you know that like you can buy as many individual houses as you want, right? I mean I'm on my first one, so Right, but you can buy multiples, whereas free companies can only buy one. So if if you have a free company house, right? And let's say that you have like a small and you want to buy a large when like the new housing wards come out, you have to first abandon your small plot to go ahead and buy a large plot. But if you're an individual, you don't have to get rid of your small plot. You can just buy another house. Oh, see, I just bought a medium straight up. Yeah. And there are individuals on um, our server that have like three mediums. Hmm. That's personalizing. Anyway, yeah, but um, I did have one other Final Fantasy eleven related thing. Yes, oh, right. Happened. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So it was my birthday last week. Uh huh. Um, and uh, some friends threw me a little surprise get together with <gasps> an amazing looking taro taro cake. Oh, I saw this. Ah, <laughs> um, that's. Which, so cringe! It's awesome. I'm. I'm. I'll. Ha- I might have to post a uh, a link to the image in the you show have notes. To. Yeah. Um. It was such a surprise. Like the surprise party wasn't that big of a surprise because one of the people kind of blew it. Um. Mm-hmm. So I sort of like <laughs> knew that, that it was happening. Good job, nameless person. <laughs> um. But when the cake came out, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like how. How did they? Because none of them play the game at all. Like I didn't know how they knew what your know. character model looked like. Or... I guess, or or maybe they googled like my fourteen character name, which is VV Taru, right? And then Taru Taru came up. I don't know, but it it came out really great. A little bit creepy, but really awesome. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. That awesome. Was, that happened. Cool. Um. Well, that takes us into emails we have um, a we got... really cool email this week yes uh it's on two pages i don't know why it's on two pages i hate google docs hang on that is terrible and let me get their name quick uh so we have an email from tanalid on asura and i saw them already and I poked at them, and they were AFK by where the old home point was in Bastok, which I'm still campaigning for them to move back because I missed I that agree. home point. The one in markets? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That needs to go back. Um, yeah, so uh, they wrote, Hey, is there any way you guys could do a podcast for a returning player? I'm trying to get back into the game from 2005. 
And when I search forums regarding for returning player guides, the common response is that too much has changed to talk about. <laughs> I understand that the, that to be the case for writing, but I was hoping you guys uh, that talking about it and making a podcast about it would be fun. Anything would be appreciated. And then so yeah, before we we go go to the specific question, so we really like that idea, and we're looking for. Um, Something, some sort of content to do in between news because, uh, you know, as the game is now just Windows only, maintenance mode, yada yada, um, that the updates are coming less frequently, so we're, which means our show is less frequently. So what we're going to try and do is maybe a themed show every other episode. So one will be talking about the version update. The next one will be something like this, which would be, you know, m maybe a little bit more of a thorough guide for returning players. Mm. Um, Basically, so yeah. we're doing what Star Wars is doing with episodic shows and then anthologies. There you go. So, so yeah, that's a nerd reference that wow. maybe people will get. Um, yeah, so we had a little bit of an email exchange, and he sent us some really thorough and awesome specific questions, so we're going to go through them now. So Dooley and I haven't read these yet, so we're just going to answer Right. Them. So I'm going to ask, I'll be the moderator, you guys can be old school, Dooley, Abyssia Trash, Vivi. So, ah! <laughs> okay, so what is story progression priority? Wait, yeah. Uh, what does story nope. progression priority is normal now? Do I do every expansion right after the other? It seems from what I gather from forums, I need to be mixing Grapsies, a Vanadeel, whatever that is, in there somewhere, but I have no idea when or why. Good question. Um, so, Okay, go ahead. Okay, so let's start with what Rhapsodies of Vanadeel are and work backwards, maybe? That's even a better idea. Yeah, okay. Cool. So, Rhapsodies of Vanadeel was, is, um, the theoretical final chapter of Final Fantasy XI, and rewards from this mission line were a series of key items that give you really awesome leveling bonuses. So, EXP, cheaper items, access to a super awesome cool Moogle that deals in shady things behind the Mog House. Um... They just sort of pop up organically as you do your missions and stuff. So, yes. Yeah, so Rhapsodies of Vanadeel, the design behind it, I believe, was for players who had finished all of the content. But it doesn't require that you have finished all of the content to get to certain points in it. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, like Moroku was mentioning... Um, the rewards are really going to help you along with other things in the game. So, what would be a good idea is to... Get started with Rhapsodies of Vanadeel, which I believe happens automatically, right? Don't you have to... You just zone and then you get a yeah, cutscene? Yeah, they kind of interject it into the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so once you get a hang for that, and then you see in the um, Records of Eminence... I don't. I didn't read ahead, so I don't know if you're, you're asking about Records of Eminence yet, but um, in there, it pretty much gives you a step-by-step -step guide through... Rhapsodies of Vanadeel. So at cer at a certain point, you won't be able to progress until you progress on the other expansions. But um, yeah, do as much as you can while you do the the other missions. Right for Rhapsodies. Um, in terms of the other missions, I say go in chronological order because that's the way that Rhapsodies sort of has um, yes, blocks. Um, and also, also, just from a storytelling perspective, like you could do the this game out of order, but um, I think it would be more fun to do it in chronological order. 
Uh, one of the things that I would say though is that if you do um, do do expansions, I'd say like, and you just want to get like a storyline done because you want to like you have a weekend, you got a couple of energy drinks, and you just want to do one sort of set of missions. I'd say go and do um, Treasures of Ottergon independently because that one's pretty independent from the other ones. If you just want to get a storyline done, and it's only like forty two, forty three missions, so that's a pretty quick one to do because COP takes forever. Yeah, that's true. Um, in terms of continuity, yeah. um, the the main storyline, obviously, first, then uh, Xylart, then Chains of Promathia, and then after that, uh, you're right, it, it does kind of split where Treasures yeah. of Ottergon uh, doesn't necessarily require that you have an understanding of the rest of the story leading up to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Wings when- after that is a little different because that's a very story-based expansion where yeah. each of the three nations has its own sort of individual story quest line and then the overarching uh, mission thing. And there's a certain detail in uh, Wings that won't make sense unless you do TOAU first, but that's pretty far in, so you will probably finish it by then anyway. So after Wings, you could go and do Adelin, uh, or you could try and do Abyssia. Um, Abyssia isn't necessarily, I would say, quote-unquote, required at this point. But um, there are some fun details in there about Chains of Promathia. It's sort of like a little bit of a sequel to it. Um, it's not very cutscene heavy. It's very. It's it, When it came out, it was um, pretty much just battle content and with a little bit of story mixed in. <laughs> but yeah. Um, what you got to remember is that with um, Abyssia, it was like over the course of a year, I think, that was spread out. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the main storyline for it's really interesting, but to get the most out of it, finish COP before you do the Abyssia storyline. Right. Um, and then... Oh, hang on. Dooley, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I'm done. I was just agreeing. Yeah. Um, and then there are like little individual storylines for like Moogle and... Uh, Crystalline Prophecy and Shantoto Ascension that you can do at any time because those are just a little tiny story side scenarios. Ons. Yeah. Um, and then Adeline you can do whenever. I believe. I mm-hmm. can't recall anything that sort of ties into previous expansions. Yeah, I uh, got real like hardcore into Adeline. Um, like all of the little details. Like I read all of the books in the library and like I nerded out a lot on the lore because it talks about some stuff that I won't mention here. Spoiler alerts. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, or not spoiler alerts, but because of spoiler reasons. Um, right. But it does touch on aspects of all of the expansions prior to it and talks about some things um, that you may or may not get to go and see at some point. So yes. I do uh, I do recommend saving Adeline for last. Yeah. Um, yeah, and considering the content, like by the time you're ready to progress that for, far in, um, yeah, it's all the rhapsodies. Of- you're going to be doing the Adeline stuff anyway, so yeah, right. you need to be 99 anyway to do any Adeline stuff, right? And then that's a pretty good answer, I think, for that mm-hmm. one, right? Anything yeah. else? Yeah, so pretty missions? much do yeah. it chronologically and. Yeah. and tie it up with uh, Rhapsodies in between. Yeah. Um, one more thing that I will say, though, is that uh, if you do do stuff chronologically, because there are no level caps and stuff for things, um, this is just me, I would say do some of the fights not in item level gear. 
because that way it at least feels a little bit like a challenge. Or if you do do some of the fights, go back and do the merit versions. So you and also, uh, oh, sorry, one one other thing too is look, mm-hmm. you can look up um, what the level caps were for these back in the day because it, with records of eminence, you get experience points bonuses for completing progressing through a lot of this stuff now mm-hmm. so it could be a decent way to organically level up um without having to just grind yeah like as uh, all of cop that was like probably the best designed expansion next to Ottergon or one of the two it's debatable but um like the first mission for it you were capped at 30 so you had a bunch of 75 tough guys that were like oh crap we have to go and do really hard content at 30 and so it was super <laughs> challenging um but yeah, check out that, and there are definitely some people on the server that might want to um, have like a level 30 job and uh, go do it. Because you can't level sync inside of those things, which is terrible. But That's unfortunate. Yeah, you can't level sync inside of a burning cer- or inside of a BC, apparently. And it's no. unfortunate for some of the boss fights. Um, yeah, so, uh, question two. After obtaining Sparks gear, what should I consider doing for my next set of gear? Is this when I party up like it's 2004 getting artifact armor, a.k.a. those key farming slash skill up parties? Mm. Um, so, that's a good question. Um, Sparks gear, obviously, is a great place to start. Um, it's the easy, easiest to obtain that will get you sort of going mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Um, after that, I'm trying to think what would be the easiest, um, set. Mm, Honestly, I feel like the easiest stuff is start getting at least the 109 stuff from chapters, because those chapters you'll get fairly easily. The Uh, artifact gear? Yeah, Mm -hmm. so you can upgrade your artifact gear at the, at an NPC by the Limbus, uh, lady in Port Juno, and she'll give you quest for, uh, certain items. That's a lady? To go and get things I think it's a lady. I don't know. Pretty sure it's a lady. It's an elven. I can never tell. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, when you're a Taru, all you see are butts. So I know, isn't it great? Yeah. Do you do you intentionally play in first person to look at the butts? What do you Cause mean? Because I because I kind I'm of not do. hearing this. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, yeah, but the 109 stuff really good to get um, since you can solo a lot of the BCs where stuff comes from. Um, so all of those uh, kindred, or not kindred, but those beastmen, kindred seals and crests and things, those can be useful for that. Yep, and I believe um, um, a lot of them now are dra- are coming from some of the um, records of eminence logs. Oh, for completing things, I believe yeah. you get uh, like a little bit of chapters for each one. So for job yeah. levels too. Yes. Mm. Um. So that that'll give you a nice uh, head start. And yes. also, Dynamis. Now you can call trust NPCs in. Um. And so if you just need to farm Dynamis for relic money. gear, that's pretty easy. Or even money, because you can just sell the currency too. Hey. But uh. Yeah, but we're talking about gear, Joe. Well, yeah, and you can. Buy, and <laughs> it's you can not buy, always about money. No, but you can buy gear, like the accessories, because you know. Stay away from the red curry buns. Yeah. You're gonna need sushi too later on. I love on. red carrot bones. Mm. Um, yeah, but oh, you know what? Um, alluvian skirmish gear maybe because that's all 119 stuff. And even yeah. if you don't augment it, then that would be like it's still pretty decent. Yeah, it really almost anything in in Adelin, um would be decent gear to get in easy enough to obtain. Like, um, I mean, if you're gonna progress through it anyway, you have to fight the wild keepers. Um, yeah, wild keeper gear is uh, good too. That's one fifteen ish, but you can get um, nice sort of augmented stats and stuff. So, 
Yeah, there's lots of gear options. I think gear is probably the easiest sort of progression guide to find if that's if we were confusing a bit, but 109 AF gear, Alluvian Skirmish, and Adlin stuff. Yep. Okay. Agreed. Cool. Um, question three. When can I finally breathe from missions and pick up a second job without feeling like I'm not far enough in the game to randomly do endgame things with my LS? Basically, when are all the endgame things unlocked? So, endgame changes a lot, um, and especially now. Mm. The hot things that I've observed from my Link show are anything um, Rhapsodies of Vanadil related. So, Esha? Yeah, fighting the Esha battles. Um, people still do uh, Unity Notorious Monster, so as, if you, as long as you have access to the zone, you can do mm-hmm. any of the Unity NMs. Um, so that's a pretty easy one. Um, um, Rhapsody stuff, you have to have a certain chapter unlocked for each one. Yep. Um, and then the other thing that people are doing is the new battle content, the Ambuscade, or however you say it. Ambuscade. Ambuscade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but that, I believe, you don't need to have unlocked anything except for a, a job that's 99 and, and geared you know, yeah. decently, because there's an easier version, like we said earlier. Mm-hmm. I will say um, a good thing to note is, as opposed to, like, old school in the game, it's not so much reaching something to have something unlocked and then being able to do it as much as um, a lot of things now have um, eye-level requirement or at least some sort of recommendation. So it's more or less going to be gauged on the quality of your gear, whether you can kind of do content or not. Mm. Yeah. That's, so that's I mean, if you hit ninety nine and you just want to go play another job, go for it. But um, hitting ninety nine is just the beginning of acquiring the gear that surpasses level ninety nine. So I have a slightly different opinion. Um, I say pick up a new job whenever the hell you damn want because I agree. That's, that's the beauty of this game, unlike others where yeah, I have uh, those sub jobs anyway. Yeah, sub jobs are really important. Um, it's relatively easy to level jobs to cap now, but um, changes of pace are always nice so that we don't get burned out. Um, one of the things I do kind of regret myself is that there was a period during a busy where I burned a bunch of uh, melee jobs up to 99, and now I have nothing mm-hmm. else to level, and leveling is my favorite part of this game. As yeah, I'm, sound. I'm in the same I boat, agree. except I only power-leveled one job. That was Beastmaster. Oh, I did it for, like, Durg, Samurai, Ranger. <laughs> like, all the ones that would be awesome to do now, so... I will say as a recommendation, um, get your first job maybe 50 or 60 to where, or at least to a point where you can get a couple of the key items from Rhapsodies because that will only help you later with your other jobs. Mm-hmm. And You'll get massive experience boosts and that will just make it a lot easier on you. And in the event that you already do have a 99 job, I say that if you want to take up a second job, take up your second job and then do your Rhapsody stuff along with that second job so you get a little bit more of a challenge and you get your bonus stuff too. If you like to spend time like that. I do, but then again, I'm that dude. Um, yeah, so number four. Uh, what fun things have been added to this game that I, a returning player, might not know about? I saw something regarding chocobo races. Lol. Um, <laughs> no idea what's going on there. Has gardening changed? Um, well, yeah, so as far as if you mean fun, like actually fun, or like distracting side activities um i I don't i'm not sure 
There's the Mog Garden. Yeah, so that actually is fun and useful. Um, what are you saying in the chat? Uh, quiet break. What? He's got to go soon. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. You can tentative just say host it. is tentative. Um, gotcha. So, uh, I'm sorry, did you want to say something, Billy? No, no he's answer cool. the question. Yeah. No, answer oh, okay. the question. So, Speak boo-boo spit. Okay. What? <laughs> Speak boo-boo spit. Nope, that's nope. wrong. That Continue. is not correct. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Chocobo races, we can talk a little bit about that. They, um, You can raise your own Chocobo and raise them to race, and then you don't actually get to race them. It's not like a Mario Kart game, uh, like kind of like it is in 14. Um, but there's like a whole little betting thing and like, it's like horse racing. Um, I'm doing a really bad job explaining what it is. No, that's basically it. It's no, you've no, it's horse racing. You were able to enter your chocobos and stuff against other players and other NPCs. And there was a thing where there was like, this happened years ago and I don't know if anybody actually talks about it anymore, but there was a thing where some dude figured out the algorithm to make a buttload of money off of it. And he contacted SE, and they banned him, and then they changed Jokobo Racing to be even worse. And now it's basically all random. Yeah. So, so yeah. that's that. Um, um, raising your own, raising oh, go, your own go ahead. Yeah. Raising your own Chocobo, though, has a pretty cool storyline, and it gets really depressing at points, but it's a good story. And you can raise Chocobos of various colors and hues, which is nice. And they have different abilities, too. Like, you can raise some that are a little bit faster when you ride them around, um, some that are a little bit better at digging uh, mm -hmm. items up and stuff like that. Yes. Um, it, t it requires a lot of um, maintenance, but it is uh, apparently worth it for people who go if, through if, it. If you're familiar with things like gardening, you know, chocobo raising is kind of for you. Yeah. Log yeah. on every day, check out your chocobo, spend some time with it. Yeah, um, um, I'm not sure what's happened. If anything has changed with gardening, I over think the years. he might be referring to the Mog Garden, not gardening. Okay, well, like, I, yeah, yeah, I, I could talk a lot about that. I spent a lot of time with that. Um, cool. So, Mog Garden is something that you gain access to. I believe you have to get to Adelon. I'm not sure. I know you can access it now from other places, but I, you have to get to Adelon. There's a quest there. Yeah, but yeah. in order to unlock Mog Gardens, I believe you have to um, mm -hmm. you have to get access to Adelon. Um, but once you do, it's a private little island um, in Adelin, and you get a bunch of things that you can do there. You can mine, um, you can fish uh, freshwater fish up, and you can fish um, saltwater fish up. Um, you can harvest, and you can grow stuff. Uh, it's not like gardening necessarily. It's a little bit different. It's uh, simpler. Mm. You just plant a seed and optional fertilizer um yeah. and then just it takes care of itself uh, you don't have to like check in it uh, check on it and water it and all that stuff um <laughs> and then you can also raise monsters which will which are adorable when they start off as babies by the way um but then they will also you can collect items from them uh and then you can either release them or put them down which is <laughs> Somebody, somebody's depressed over in Square Enix <laughs> when it comes to the side content. Man, yeah. um, it's dark. But uh, when you do, you get uh, you get some money back, and then as well as uh, various key items, which will give you things like a permanent percentage boost across uh, all crafts or something like that. Uh, when it's active, you have you can only have one active at a time. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's 
that's sort of mog gardens in a nutshell. The other thing, the other use of mog gardens is that you have a, um, a mog house moogle as well as a porter moogle right in the same zone, which is pretty rare, and they're right next to each other. So it makes it yeah. very easy to change jobs and store equipment with the porter moogle, you know, at the same time without having to zone. Mm-hmm. Um, other stuff, little things like pancration is Pokemon. <laughs> Basically, um, there's that was put in. With- Sorry. There's um there's various casino style games in Adelin as well as in Juno now. If you see those little game tables, a lot of people don't know about that still. Yeah, there was um they updated fishing too. For they did, yeah, they made yeah, it they actually made, playable. <laughs> yeah, they made it more user friendly. <laughs> so instead of like you just having to focus on a tiny little line going across the screen, there are big bold arrows that pop up, and it's um pretty fun actually, and you can make some decent money off of it. Um, what else? Um, there's the guy in Norg who will give you money. <laughs> you gonna elaborate on that, or just sort of leave it hanging? <laughs> I in don't there? remember anything else about it. This is the guy. The, he says something about Lady Luck, and then he gives you money. I, but he also can take money though. I don't know. Is that what happened? Apparently, you're the one that knows all about the gambling stuff. I don't know. There's some mug put- giveth money, mug taketh away. Just Basically. look, look for the guy with the big belly. Don't don't tell him I sent you. Um, We now know where the boat to Nord goes. That's That's right, but that's a secret that you'll find out. Uh, Uh, Yeah, Uh, I'm trying to think of if anything else pops up, I will mention it, or we will mention it collectively. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, Um, but right now, Dooley has to go. Yep, time to go. Okay, so thanks for joining us. In hopefully, I can be back next time and actually have content to talk about that I've done. So yeah, don't worry about it. Cool. Have a lovely evening, everyone. You too. Bye. Safety first. Wear a helmet. Oh wait, we're not signing off. Shoot. Huh. That's right. Um, okay, so number five. Um, is crafting something that still comes in handy? I don't see crafted end game gear anymore. Dot dot dot. Is it not useful anymore? Question mark. Also, what is crafting synergy? It's a good question. Um, I think I said that for all of these. These are all excellent questions. Yeah, uh, um, I would say crafting is still kind is still pretty handy. Um, so I mentioned earlier how there was a rhapsies of Vanadil Moogle thing that um, after you complete certain missions and rhapsodies he starts selling items he sells basically every consumable in the game um so echo drops sneaking silent oils powders stuff like that um lots of food sushi um which is really great ninja tools ammunition basically anything you can think of but he doesn't sell the best ones in the game so so like your squid sushi yeah, or so not, like squids, not squids, not squids, sushi. Soul sushi. Yeah, he doesn't sell soul sushi. He doesn't sell like red curry buns. He doesn't sell HQ food. So um, crafting... Cabernazian tacos? Yeah, I think he sells those. Yeah. He at least sells those and um, I think like... Man, I'm going to get some tacos then. Some of the pastas. Um, yeah, but he uh, will sell a th- like probably like some... Like he's basically the best NPC in the game. Um, um, other other stuff that is crafted though are items that are required in order to upgrade other items. Right. So, so yeah. So like I think your artifact gear, um, your weapons, um, mm-hmm. like so like leathers, um, materials basically. So if you 
were to do like a craft, um, consumables would be a harder thing to make money off of than something like hides or uh, lumber and stuff that you create. Yeah, cloth, crafter, uh, leather weaver. Uh, mm. le- <laughs> leather, <laughs> leather weaver? What did I say? Or leather worker. Leather worker is correct. Leather weaver is like two different crafts from 14 put together. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I haven't yeah. eaten so, in a very long time. Me neither. I haven't eaten today at all. Um, but I would say uh, consumables are harder to make money off of craft-wise because um, you won't make as much money as you level up. Um, but if you have a craft that would make ingredients for other things to make into other things, then that would be a good way to do stuff. I also like to, um, when I head drops the level, I like to pick a related craft and try and level that up along with a battle class. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, like, for example, with Beastmaster, I was leveling cooking. Yeah. So as I leveled cooking, I could make the jugs that I I needed for Beastmaster, which aren't on the auction house very often, and I don't think you can actually buy a whole lot of low-level ones. Uh, Yeah, low-level, I don't think you can buy too many of them anymore, at least not the HQ versions. um, So that's something to think about, too. Like, if you're leveling, you know, a, a mage type job you might want to level cloth out like alchemy or cooking yeah yeah um i would say probably the most useful are like cooking alchemy um fishing and maybe woodworking because that would mean um because woodworking you get ninja tools or like you get shihei at least but uh which you can do for cheaper than the moogle sells that's the thing about the moogle he sells a bunch of the stuff at really expensive prices so, um, yeah, cooking is good, fishing is good, alchemy is good, woodworking is good. Um, you have to repair armor, so I don't really know about the other stuff. Um, and then yeah. your question about synergy, too. Um, synergy was something that was introduced to make crafting a little more interactive, I think, um, and also add like a team aspect to it. Mm. Um, it still is used, although... Not a whole lot, I don't think, right? It's usually um, you you use it to plus one, like, the vanity items for the most part at this point. Um, And for, like, the sort of the combined items. So, Synergy, there's a... Like, do you remember the elemental staves from, like, 2005 and stuff that, like, the Black Mages basically had minus eight inventory because they had to have one for each element? Um, Synergy made it so you could combine them into one staff. Yeah, the same thing with like the elemental obies. So there's a couple of crafts that are specifically like that, and those are usually higher level stuff. Um, so, and so the way that it, it sort of works is you can level synergy on its own, but it also works in combination with other crafts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sort of the mechanics are a little bit fun. Um, yes, I said synergy is fun. Um, I think I'm in the minority of that with that opinion, but. Uh, it, it works like a little bit of a mini game to where you have your different elements listed and your recipe will involve not just combining the the ingredients, but also combining uh, the different elemental levels. So instead of using just a single crystal, you actually, it's this, it's this balance. So if you add a little bit more thunder to the recipe, um, it's going to detract from uh, what is thunder strong? Water. It's water. Yeah, so the water will go down. So you're always trying to strike this balance. And as you level up, you can then um, spend. So there's like a currency involved, and you can spend some of that currency to then 
skill up the different aspects involved with uh, with synergy. And other aspects include things like the pressure and the temperature. Or uh, I don't remember the specifics, um, but you, it's pretty involved, like most things in this game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, thankfully, where it's at right now to do the new synergy items, uh, for the most part, you don't need to have it like crazy leveled up. Yeah. And you use those pots that you see laying around in Juno. Yeah. And in Chocobo Circuit. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I wish Chocobo Circuit... Side note, I wish Chocobo Circuit took off as, like, the bizarre area. Because, like, it's... So confusing. Like, I get lost in there so easily. There's, like, two doors. And, like, there's only one exit they can go out of. But, like, if everybody had their bizarres in there, it'd be so great because it would cause no lag. And, like, it's a central area they can access from all cities. And nobody did it. It could have been so cool, but Chocobo Racing sucks. So... I feel like yeah. the Chocobo circuit smells like popcorn and like bird doo doo. I kind of feel like it feel like it would feel like a really sort of sad circus when you're there. Like you just know that like that's where like you know old carnies go to die or something. Like stale beer, popcorn, pretzels. Yeah. Okay, uh, number six. Job points are blanked out for me. What are they, and how do I unlock them? Job points are basically level 99 merits, um, that you, but they cost way more and take way more time to get until you complete things like um, storylines and um, things like Rhapsodies to get percentage bonus key items to make them suck a lot less. There's I keep a seeing, I'm sorry to interrupt. I keep seeing my link shell mate, uh, Rikuku running in front of me in lower Juno as Lol. we're recording this. Lol. Continue. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but, uh, basically don't worry about it for now. Um, there's a Moogle next to, I think it's Mott in, uh, Rulud that you talk to. And I think you need, um, like some merits to unlock things. Or oh something. no, that's you that's running in front of me. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. So job points. Don't worry about it too much. There's a Moogle. He'll give you an explanation, but at least unlock it so you can start getting some capacity points just from random things that you might be doing. Um. And lastly, um, can you please list the top ten trusts or so that I should focus on unlocking? I'm playing with basic ones right now and feel like I could do much better. Yes. Okay. Let me so, pop open my menu. I might have a different answer than you. Okay. Um. But first and foremost, um, you're gonna get through the records of eminence thing. You're gonna get five free trusts that are all actually pretty decent ones. Because I think you get like you get Tenzin, you get Millie, and you get um. You get a tank, a DD, a mage, a healer, and like a ranged attacker, I think. Just from the records of eminence sort of tutorial trust things, so you get those free ones there. But what are my top ten? You go first. Um, well, I'd say uh, until you complete the missions, because I'll have a different answer then. Um, mm. Until you complete the missions, um, the ones that you can get pretty early on from what I remember... Um, you're going to want to get Kupipi, uh, because um, she'll be a healer for you. Uh-huh. Um, you will want a tank, unless you are playing a tank. Um, so, Kirilla is okay. Prince Trion is better. Um, you will eventually want support jobs. So, when, once you un- I believe once you unlock um, Abyssia, you can get access to Joachim. Is that right? Or Joachim? 
I think so. It's, no, he's from a login campaign. I think. But you need to unlock Abyssian to even get him because you have to buy it with Kruer. Maybe. Um, uh. So Joachim is good because he's a support job. He's a bard. Um, Almia from, that you'll get from Chains of Promathia, uh, she's also a bard. And both of them are really helpful together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one that you would get from Wings of the Goddess, this would be a lot later, but um, Koru Moru, I believe. Yeah, Kor- Wait, Kormer is awesome. He's logging campaign though. Oh, Not is from he? yeah, he's logging campaign. Okay. Yeah. Um so he's a red mage, so he'll give you refresh two and all that good stuff. Uh and haste two, I believe. Yeah. Or does he not do haste two? Just haste two. Yeah, he does haste two. Okay. Yeah. Um so I'd recommend those. Uh and yeah. What about you? Um, let's see. For me, I'm going to try to exclude Mission Trust, because you're going to get those automatically. Um, and I'm going to try to... Well, right now, with the login campaign that's going on, you can get one, two, three, four, five, six trusts right away. One of which, it's kind of cool that nobody really uses, is Uka. She's a dancer, and she gives um, Hey Samba and stuff. I didn't realize she did that. Yeah, she does Hey Samba. Um, cool. I think Hey Samba 2. But Uka's pretty cool. Um... And she does steps to lower mobs evasion, which is nice. Um, she's the only one I can really see from the logging campaign right now that's just, like jumping out at me. Um, a tank trust that you can get like that's good right away. Um, I like Valanriel, who you get through the key items um, that you would do with uh, or not the key item, but the key uh, the records of evidence thing. So there's a tutorial page where it says, like, summon trust NPCs and stuff. And if you go through that, you'll get five. Valeriel is one of them. He's really cool. Other than that, um, Amchuchu is awesome. I think you either need Wings of the Goddess stuff for her, or she is a... Or not Wings of the Goddess, excuse me. Um, oh, what's the last expansion? I can't remember the name. of Secrets of Adlin. Or um, she might be a locking campaign. I don't necessarily remember. But those are two of my favorite trusts. Gesho is really good, too. For tank, but he, um, I think he's a wing or um, a treasures mission yeah. one. Um, let's see, for DDs. yeah. Um, for DDs, I love Ayame because she opens up skill chains, and I think that you just get her through the Bastok quest line. Um, she opens up skill chains for you, and she's a samurai, so she can open up basically anything. So if you need to do weapon skill points, she's awesome. Um, let's see, who else? Um, that's a mission, that's a mission, that's a mission. That's a mission, that's a mission, that's a mission. Um, um, Semilafina, I think, comes from Windurst. Like, I think she comes from the Windurst questline. I don't remember, she's a ranger. But she does, um, a good amount of damage. She's like a physical ranger, which is nice. Um... Let's see who else. The Serpent Generals are pretty cool, also. Um, so, like, there's uh, Rugijin, who I think he's either a cipher or you get him from a quest in Ottergon. Um, Kupipi is awesome. Uh, you'll get Millie Alipo from the Records of Eminence thing. Um... I think you get Hochum 
Joaquim from the Records of Minutes thing too. Also, as I think about it. Um, what else? So a couple of fun ones uh, yeah. that are in there are the passive trusts because yeah. they can't die um, <clears throat> unless you die. Um, mm-hmm. Kupu Freed is awesome. Yeah, what does he get? He gives you an experience points and capacity points bonus. Yeah, he gives you a 10% experience and capacity point bonus. Um, there's uh, Sakura, who I believe gives you... That's regen, right? She gives you regen, and she gives you increased combat skill gain. And then Moogle gives you refresh and increased magic skill gain. Yeah, um, so those are good ones to have. A um, couple other... They're harder to get, though. A um... couple other like fun ones are the various versions of Lila set um because she as you, you would expect her to just be a dancer but she's not a dancer like the playable dancers she has her own abilities but they work like dancer abilities meaning they consume tp and not mp um and so if you're doing content like the wilds keeper reads or something like that i find Lila set really helpful because if an entire, like, there's an AoE that goes off of, like, Paralyze or something like that, and the healers can't get to everybody, mm. she might do a waltz that will affect not just the people in your party, but everybody who's participating in the Reeve. Right. Um, that's also helpful f- for Walk of Echoes, um, which we didn't talk about. Um, well, we, we can't cover everything, uh, you know, yeah. in this, this episode. We talked a little bit about Walk of Echoes in the main yeah. part, but, um, yeah. So Lilliset is kind of a nice one to have in there as sort of like a in your back pocket of as like a non traditional one. Um mm-hmm. uh Lusev, uh or not Lusev, uh who's the, the NPC? Kadalta. Yeah, yeah, that one who's He's a Corsair and he'll do rolls and stuff. Yep. So if you have an EXP ring up, he'll give you Corsair's roll, which is nice. And um, then a couple of the other ones, I believe do combination abilities. Um, oh, that's right. There's trust synergy or trust fun stuff. So if you have like the five serpent generals in your party, they'll interact with each other and become stronger. Or if you have like Shantoto and King of Hearts or any of like the Windurst people together, they'll interact. What you'll notice is with um, the quest lines for each of the trust initiatives, um, all of those trusts will sort of interact with each other. So I think it's like, I think for um, like uh, Sandy, you get like. Uh, Curlia, Rawl, and then like, I think Exenmiel and Halver, if I'm remembering right. And they'll do stuff with each other. So. Yep. For example. So yeah, that's the thing. Um, Trust, the cool thing about them is that you can basically use any which one that you want, and it'll sort of work out, but those are just our personal favorites. Yeah, I'd always sort of be looking for when they have those campaigns that boost the trusts as well, Mm -hmm. um, because they're pretty significant. Yeah. Cool. Um, but that basically wraps it up. If anybody listening has questions or wants us to sort of help you out with things that might be too long to read, um, email us at petfoodbeta at gamerscape.com and we'll see what we can do for you. Yep. Um, and as always, make sure you check out the Final Fantasy XI Auction House MS Paint Challenge. Um, still going very strong. Um, yeah some really fun entries um so check that out check that out over at uh ffxih.com um did you you said our twitter um no you can reach us at pet food beta on twitter or at gamer escape let us know if there's anything that you guys need to talk about got some feelings that need to be resolved etc yep and so 
So we'll be back um, probably before the next version update with another episode. And I think we're going to be talking about the ending of the console era, right? Yes, and we're going to try to get a couple of friends of mine, maybe yours also, that played during the 360 beta. So it'll be a good old time and probably a little bit raunchy because I know my friends. <laughs> so, Well, on, on that note, um, thank you for listening. I'm Vivi. I'm Roku. And we'll catch you later. Bye!